LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy, and Ron, in this episode, uh, we, we just talked about impressive traits of team members on our previous episode. In this episode, we're going to be talking about unreal, unrealistic expectations of serving on a healthy team. So how did this one originate for you? Well, I've always done this in, in when I go into a new leadership position, one of the first things I do is survey the staff or, or key leadership uh, on the front end uh, just to kind of get a feel, a lay of the land. How do they think the organization is doing? How healthy are the, is, the, is the church or the organization? So I've done that everywhere I've gone, and it's been very helpful to, to kind of uh, have a pl- a pl- understand the playing field before we get started. And over the last few um, times of doing that, there have been some phrases that just kind of jumped out at me and captured my attention and got me to thinking, okay, maybe that's not a realistic expectation you have for, uh, for a team in the first place. Uh, if, if you're expecting the team to provide that, I'm not sure we're ever going to get there because I'm mm-hmm. not sure that's what a healthy team is. And so these are just observations. If there's any episode we've ever done that is strictly based on my opinion, this would be one. Okay, <laughs> uh, and and so that's okay if it's if I'm wrong. But I've led a lot of teams, and I can I can tell you I've just haven't seen most of these very many times. Hmm. All right, let's hear your opinions here. Let's hop in. Five unrealistic expectations of a healthy healthy team. What's number one? All my best friends are going to be here. Hmm. Um, all my best friends. I, you know, I've had people say, well, I just can't find any friends at work. I thought we were going to be like a big family. Well, we might be, you know, we might totally be, um, but we might not be. You know, that's really not the function of the team unless the team has been designed for that purpose. Hey, we're going to put a team together to find best friends. Then that's the purpose of the team. But if you put a team together to make disciples who make disciples or plan worship service or... Uh, do a, do a, um, a serving project, the outcome of that team, what you're trying to do, that's the purpose of the team. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're, you're there. Let, let's pick one of those. Let's say you're, you're going to plan a service project for the community. Well, that's the, the purpose of the team then is to produce a good service opportunity that gets people involved, that meets a, a need in the community, whatever that happens to be. That's the purpose of the team. Now, should we strive for a family atmosphere? Absolutely. Do I agree with creating environments that, that, um, that are team building and that, that people like each other and all that? Absolutely. We want to try to do that. But teams have a much more specific and broader goal than building friendships among team members. So if you come into the team environment, and this, this is why this is so important, if you come into the team environment and you expect on the front end that your best friends are going to be the people you work with, you're, you might get some unrealistic, unrealistic expectations there. I, I've worked with some people that were absolutely incredible team members and hanging outside of work was not something I really even wanted to do with them. But I'm mm-hmm. glad they were on the team. Yeah. Yeah. There's still there's still that relationship there, but it's different yes. than finding your best friends for sure. What about number two? 
I'm always going to feel valued for my individual contribution. Mm. Like I'm all everybody's just going to recognize, man, what I bring to the team. And and they might. Uh, I always say the longer you do something well, the less recognition you're going to get for it, though, because people begin to expect it from you. And, and frankly, and often unfairly, they even may take you for granted. Uh, good leaders are going to work to make sure you're recognized and you get the feedback you deserve and all that. We're not talking about that, but there are going to be times where you're going to do the best you can do and, and no one's going to necessarily make you feel valued for that. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's the reality of serving on a team. Yeah. When you said the longer you do something, the less recognition you might get for it. Uh, I heard somebody talk about how if the student pastor gets an opportunity to preach on a Sunday morning, well, that one time, uh, everybody's like, man, he did a phenomenal job. Uh, well, about the 10th time, you stop hearing that. Um, That's right. <laughs> so it just, yeah. the more you do something, like you said, the less recognition, but also understanding you're part of the team. So if you're contributing, you know, you're, you're doing it for the better of the team, not always for that individual contribution and recognition. That's, That's very helpful. That's exactly right. What about number three? Everyone will always pull their individual weight. Everyone will always each pull their own weight. Now, that should be the goal, yet there's going to be seasons where some people have to work harder than others. In the church setting, for example, student ministry usually has a busier summer than, uh, than other ministries. Uh, the worship ministry often seems busier during the Christmas season. Part of good leadership is to continue to evaluate the, uh, the demands. Um, leaders should always be open and listen to when people are overly burdened. But there's going to be certain seasons where balance is just not possible. And, and it's going to look like, man, I'm killing myself during this season. I also believe, hey, let's pitch in and help those on, on, on their heavier seasons and cross the team, cross the, the lines of authority into helping somebody else. And so that we, we help take some of that burden off. That's part of being on a team, too. But there's just it, it's unrealistic to think that everyone's always going to it's just always the same workload. That's just not possible. You know, as you're bringing somebody on the team, just as you shared there, do you try to help temper those expectations? Because sometimes if there's not a conversation had on the front end, like, hey, maybe somebody is coming into student ministry and they don't realize uh, that summer is going to be the ramp up while maybe the winter is a little bit different so they can chip in elsewhere and others are going to chip in. Do you kind of help have those conversations on the front end to, to help with those expectations? Yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's a, you made a good point that maybe I need to pull out this list and share it with them. I've got another uh, uh, post that I did years ago. I don't know if we've done a podcast for it yet or not, but about the expectations I have for people that, that serve on my team. And I usually share those, um, but this may be another one to put in there, but certainly I try to let them know just what we were talking about. Hey, so there's going to be times where you feel just really stretched, especially do that around Christmas time, because we typically work very hard around Christmas and and we don't get we don't really get a pass on that. You know, my family understands I'm talking about my, my immediate family, my broader family understands that I'm not always going to be at the Christmas Eve get together if that's when you plan it, because I have Christmas Eve services. It's just what I yep. do. And and so. Uh, you know, helping them understand that on the front end of some of those expectations. But then we're going to we're going to really take a rest in January, you know, or whatever that looks like. But uh, but, yeah, I try to help them figure that out on the front end. Yeah. What about number four? 
I will always know everything that's happening around here. This may be the one I hear as much as anything, uh, and certainly communication is one of the most important components of a healthy team. And as leaders, we have to continually evaluate how we communicate, whether we're providing enough information, asking the right questions to make sure uh, that people know what they need to know. But if you're on a team that's going anywhere or doing anything, there's always there are always going to be things you just simply don't know, and if you try, if you if you hold that as an unrealistic expectation, again, you're going to think somebody held information from you, or they're trying to be deceitful in that, or they're not helpful. It's just not realistic to think that you're going to always know everything. And what I would say is ask questions. So mm-hmm. if you don't know and you felt like you needed to know, ask questions, and let's let's see if you know. Okay, we'll get you the answers we think you need to know. Yeah. And also to be thinking, okay, maybe I don't feel like I know everything. What have I also not communicated that others may be feeling that about my area? That's right. Um, and especially, you know, who's whoever you're reporting up to. Um, what are the key points that they need to know? They don't need to know, need to know everything, but what are the, the key and it, aspects? And, and if they to attempt know? to know everything, you're going to be a very small, controlled team that's probably mm-hmm. not very healthy and not, not growing at all. Yeah, yep. What about number five, the last one? The last one, we will always be in agreement with one another. Okay, we're this healthy team. We're going to always agree with each other. You know, it kind of goes back to finding my best friends and we're just going to sing Kumbaya together and all those sort of things. That's just not reality. It's unrealistic and it's not even helpful because part of the disagreements may be to make us better. Now, we have to learn how to use conflict well and that doesn't mean you... You uh, beat up on each other, or you, there should never be unresolved conflict. Yet achieving the vision should uh, it, it, it is more important uh, to achieve the vision. It's more important that everybody bring their individual ideas, and, and sometimes that's going to be a disagreement on how we should do something or what sh- we should be doing. And that's welcome, not unwelcome, on a healthy team. Hmm. Well, we do hope this has been helpful to you and maybe even has your expectations of how to serve on your team and how to interact with your team. If you're enjoying these episodes, please help us get the word out to others by liking, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing it with others. And we hope this has been helpful to you and your leadership. If it has, uh, like we said, just share it with someone and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from LifeWay, check out leadership.lifeway.com.